0: What's going on everybody would like to welcome you to another episode of the knob pod brought to you by your host Maxwell Noblet and the microphone inside my room today it is the middle of August and we are getting ready for some Friday night lights college football NFL It's getting ready for the in my opinion best time of the year. Everybody's so excited. Everybody's getting ready to grill out. Everybody's hanging out with their friends. Everybody's partying after the game. Such a good time. The boys of fall are getting ready to get uh, get their hands in the dirt and start making some amazing catches and some incredible runs. And everybody's just excited to get this whole started. Um, I'm from Mississippi, so one thing that is super cool that Mississippi's always done is uh, they give a list at the beginning of the year called the Dandy Dozen, and basically it's a list of the 12 best players. Uh, in the state for this year. Um, now, this, this list can be um, a little bit criticized at times. Some people think uh, some players get left off and um, other instances like that. So, you must understand that this is not my opinion. This is uh, straight from the Clarion Ledger website. Uh, credit to them. And So I just wanted to go through the dandy dozen and give these guys their shout-outs before the season starts. All these guys look amazing. Some of them I had some trouble finding stats on, but I tried to give as much information as I could. Um, like I said, super excited to talk about these guys and tell you a little bit about them. Uh, I do want to start off with Mr. Ty Jones. He is the Bay Springs running back. He is a four-star recruit as a linebacker. He is the number seven player in the state and the number 35 linebacker in the country. Last year as a junior, he had 153 carries for uh, 1,228 yards, 18 touchdowns with an average rush of about eight yards. He uh, also accumulated 25 total tackles on defense, seven of those for loss, three and a half sacks. And I also found that he ran a little bit of track as a sophomore, uh, mainly in the 200 meter. Uh, Last year, the Bulldogs won the 1A state title against Simmons. They finished 12-1, so overall a great year for them. They're expected to be back in the prominence of 1A, and I expect them to be there as well. He is committed to the Mississippi State Bulldogs, but that's not the only place he had offers from. He had offers from Arkansas State, Indiana, Memphis, Ole Miss, and USM. Um, He was a highly sought-after guy. He's projected to be a developmental starter at the next level. Um, Since it's a Power 5 program, he's going to be a a developmental guy. Uh, Somewhere probably at USM, he probably would have been an immediate starter and the star of that defense. Um, He does have the ability to add value on uh, multiple special teams units as well, maybe as a returner, uh, maybe as a key guy to get in and block some punts as well. They're going to start off their season at Raleigh. Now, Raleigh has the other dandy dozen that I want to talk about. He's the number one player in Mississippi. That would be Mr. Sunterine or Sunturine Perkins. Let me know if I'm pronouncing that right. He is listed as a linebacker for the Lions, but he is actually a four-star athlete. Like I said, the number one player in the state, number three athlete in the entire country, and he's the number 63 overall recruit Last year as a junior, he had 143 carries, 1,350 yards, 13 touchdowns with an average rush of 9.5. He had 314 yards receiving with another five touchdowns to add on to that. In a defensive form, he had 74 total tackles, 32 of those coming solo. He had four sacks, two picks, one forced fumble, and a fumble recovery as well. Not only that, he was a man on special team with a block punt. Uh I also found out according to Max Preps he's also the kicker for the Lions which I think is pretty cool. He hit, he went 8 of 10 on his PATs. I don't know if they're one of those teams that goes for two all the time, but uh hey congrats, you know, props to him. They actually uh, ended last season on a on a tough uh tough note. They lost South State to uh, Jefferson Davis County. They finished 10 and 2 and had an overall good year, Uh, I would say that they're going to be another team to um, get back to the top, especially in 3A. He is committed to the Ole Miss Rebels, but he holds offers from Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Florida, and many more schools that were very interested in this young uh, athlete. He's projected as a high-level multi-year starter at a Power 5 program. I can see this guy being a very key piece. As of right now, the way he plays and what kind of athlete he is, he reminds me a lot of N'Kobe. Uh Probably not on the level of Nakobe yet, but hopefully uh, he has that success like Nakobe had in college at Georgia and also gets the opportunity to get drafted and uh, play in the NFL. Raleigh will open their season, like I said, against Bay Springs Week 1. Uh, Ty Jones on the other side of the ball. I'm excited to see this little matchup because it seems like they both play running back and linebacker, a little bit of Iron Man on both sides. So they're definitely going to be lined up against each other, have to meet in the hole a few times, and I think that that's going to be a phenomenal way for these two teams to start their season. Uh, I expect to see a bunch of people there. I expect to see a bunch of media coverage. Um, I expect this to be just a very covered game, and it should be a good one to watch. Number three on this list is going to be Vicksburg's defensive lineman, Caleb Bryant. He is listed as a three-star defensive lineman. He is the number nine player in Mississippi and the number 60 defensive lineman in the entire country. I couldn't find much stats on Caleb um, for the Gators. Couldn't find. I looked on max preps, looked at huddle, looked at a couple other places. Couldn't really find anything. I, I found, I think, a few stats from maybe his freshman year, and I didn't really want to list those. Um, and Vicksburg, uh, apparently to their roster, they lost a few seniors last year. Uh, they lost in the second round to West Point, who ended up playing in the state championship, who eventually got beat by uh, Picky Yoon. Vicksburg finished 8-5, and five, so they looked, like I said, looked to come back. And perform a little better this year. He is committed to the Utes of Utah. That's going to be our first one that goes kind of way out there. Uh, But not only that, he holds offer from Nebraska, USC, Miami, Mississippi State, and many more schools. Uh, He was a highly sought-after guy as well. Um, He seems like a very good interior D lineman. Uh, Super excited to watch him play. They're actually going to play Germantown Week 1. I would get out to that game, make sure I'm there. Uh, These kids are super exciting to watch, and I hope they get a lot of press coverage, and and I'm glad that uh, these kids in Mississippi are getting a lot more attention than they used to. Number four that we're gonna bring up is one of my favorite guys to talk about. I see I'm in a group chat on Facebook, the Mississippi High School Sports page, and this is one of their favorite people to uh, talk about all the time. Uh, They're very active about this guy. I saw him play last year in the state championship, and he was phenomenal. Uh, That's going to be Mr. Dante Dowdle, the four-star running back from Picayune. Uh, He's the number four player in Mississippi and the number nine running back in the country. For the Maroon Tide last year, he was Mississippi High School Football Player of the Year as a junior. Now that's Max Prep's uh, site. Um, he ran for more than 2,500 yards, averaging almost eight yards per carry and b- about 170 rushing yards per game. Um, he ran for 100-plus yards in 13 of their 15 games, and he eclipsed 200 yards five times during the season. Not only that, he competes in track and field. He ran the 200-meter times in 24.55 and 24.75 as a junior in spring of 2022. Uh, He also long-jumped 19.4. That's crazy. Not only that, he ran a 24.52-200 and long-jumped 19.3 as a sophomore. So he did make some improvements um, as a junior last year. Not only did he do those things, but he also helped Yoon to a fourteen and one record and the Mississippi Five A State Championship. Uh, that was a big thing for Yoon fans. Um, you know they've got those uh, big old letters on the side of their stadium that you know talk about state champions, and they hadn't had one for a while, so they were they were pretty excited to put it back on the side of the stadium. Um, but I love seeing their fans on Facebook. They're they're super cool. Um, they were very excited to um, to see their team uh, grab that golden ball. Dante is committed to Oregon, which is one of the more prominent schools that we're going to talk about. Um, Oregon's definitely a top school in the nation. They've been known to produce some crazy running backs, Michael James, Kenyon Barner, uh, Anthony Thomas. They've had some animals back there in the backfield, so it's exciting to see that Dante's going to get a chance to wear those 350 different uniform combinations. But he didn't hold offers just from Oregon. He had Florida State. He had Cincinnati, Auburn, Ole Miss, and so many more schools that were trying to get this kid in their backfield and trying to give him the ball on Saturday afternoons. Um, This is going to be an exciting matchup. Picking you starts their season with Poplarville. Poplarville has been at the top of 4A football for a while. They're either in the South State Championship, in the State Championship, but they just can't get that golden ball. They just can't do it, and I and I hate to see it. Um, you know, I've seen, I saw them go against East Central a few times. Saw them go against um, a few other schools, in, and uh, in the process, I think they went against Columbia, and just some just some tough losses, and just can't can't get to that final point where they get to uh, raise that trophy. The fifth person I want to talk about is the guy from Moss Point. Now, Moss Point is one of those schools that was super, super prominent in the 90s and early 2000s, have struggled since then, but now they're starting to pick back up, have got some good kids coming up. This one's going to be an edge rusher. His name is Jamarius Brown. He is a four-star edge rusher. He's the number five player in Mississippi, the number 28 edge in the nation. Last year as a junior, he had 84 total tackles, 42 of those coming solo, 16 of them coming for a loss. He had five sacks, three force fumbles, two recoveries to go with that. And again, another block punt. I love seeing these stats about block punts or block field goals because to me, like those, those situations can change games very quickly. You know, um, I remember. Uh, I was a ball boy for Green County High School back when I was about uh, 9 or 10 years old. And seeing blocked field goals in the game, blocked punt, we had a blocked punt one time uh, against a team in the playoffs that actually ended up being a very big momentum swinger. We were down either 14 or maybe even 17 and ended up coming back and winning that game. Just because of something like that can flip the switch real quick and put you on the road to uh, success uh sadly Moss Point was put out in the second round by Bobblerville which again was somebody I mentioned that is always in that South State kind of range so Bobblerville was trying to get back to where they were from and they did successfully do it Moss Point did finish eight and four on the year so they look to improve I've got them as a sleeper this year um but you'll have to wait till the end to hear that he is committed to Ole Miss and he uh Kali, he holds offers from Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Michigan, and many more schools. Um, uh, like I said, he was a you know, these edge rushers, these guys are super important. You have edge rushers, you know, um, the guys you've seen come out like Aiden Hutchinson, Will Anderson, those guys are so uh Dallas Turner, these guys are so detrimental to a defensive scheme. That you just you have to have them and hopefully this guy's gonna be that for Moss Point this year and push them over the edge. They play St. Stanislaus uh, week one, so that'll be quite interesting. Um I think I can see Moss Point winning that game. And hopefully, like I said, they're they're in my um they're in one of my my championship games. I'm just letting y'all know. Uh number six is gonna be Ocean Springs quarterback Bray Hubbard um he's a actually listed as a three-star athlete on 247 sports um he's the number eight player in Mississippi the number 37 athlete in the country Bray threw he had he went 157 for 229 last year for over 2,000 yards with a 68 percent clip 30 touchdowns and only three picks. Let me tell you what, three picks is really good for a kid in high school, especially with a gunslinger attitude like Bray has and playing against the teams they did in 6A. That was super good. Um, hopefully they keep that up this year. 162 carries for uh, 1,258 yards rushing with another 22 touchdowns and a 7.8 average per rush. Good Lord. Um, Like I said, he was uh, recruited as an athlete, and I want to say the main reason recruited as an athlete was for DB. But um, I couldn't find any stats on his defense. It was only freshman, so I didn't want to list those stats. But um, I did find out that he also plays baseball for them. Um, Pretty sure he's a stud out there on the diamond as well. Uh, They lost to Oak Grove in the second round. They finished 11-1. They didn't lose until the playoffs. Uh, phenomenal season for them. I know they were expected to uh you know be in uh Hattiesburg uh for the state championship, but uh, just didn't didn't get that opportunity. Bray also won Mr. 6A uh for the Greyhounds this year. He is committed to the Crimson Tide, but he still holds offers from Georgia State, Mississippi State, USM, and a bunch more schools. Um going to be interesting to see what schools will recruit him for. Uh, um, obviously, he's a great talent, and it's going to be exciting to see what the Greyhounds this, do this year in 6A. They open up with the Gautier Gators week one. Gautier should roll uh, through that, but Gautier does have uh, quarterback Caden Irving, and I've heard he's a star. So that should be a good matchup. If you're on the coast uh, week one, you should definitely go check that out. Um should be a good game. Number seven I want to talk about is going to be Ittawamba, uh Ag High School, their safety, Isaac Smith. He's a four-star. He's the number three player in Mississippi. He's the number 11 safety in the entire country. He plays wide receiver and free safety for the Indians. I couldn't find any stats on him either. I looked on a few different websites, couldn't really find anything. Um, another thing, like I just found like two freshman stats from like one game. Uh, so I didn't want to really list those and not give this guy enough credit. Uh, He's projected to be a a strong safety at the uh, next level, so I could definitely see that. Um, Definitely going to see some time in some sub-packages. I think this guy's going to be like a multi-year starter at a Power 5 program, depending on where he goes. Um, He's not committed, but he does hold offers from a – Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, Arkansas, Duke, Florida, and a couple others. Would like to see this guy uh, stay in state, obviously, if he was to choose Mississippi State. That would be super awesome. Like to see him in that secondary for the Bulldogs. Be super cool to see this guy uh, succeed. They lost to Senatobia in the third round of 4A last year. They finished 11-2. and Senatobia actually went on to play against uh, Columbia in the state championship. So it was a tough way to go out, but – You know, all in all, not bad. Uh, They're going to be a school to look for as well this year. They start off with Amory in week one of the season. So we'll see how that goes for the Indians. Number eight is going to be Laurel offensive lineman, Mr. Malik Ellis. He's a three-star offensive tackle. He's the number 12 player in Mississippi, and he's the number 59 offensive tackle in the nation. Once again, couldn't find too many stats on this guy. I uh, looked everywhere, looked on some different websites. Uh, he also competes in shot put and discus. I did find that, and I did want to include it, because that matters when a kid plays multiple sports. Um, recruits love it, and I I personally don't like coaches that tell uh, an athlete to stick to one sport. I think it uh, puts their mind in a different mindset, and I just personally don't like it. They lost to Picayune in South State. Picayune obviously went to win the whole thing, um, so, tough loss, but at least you lost to the champions, you know. At least you know um, that you couldn't have, you know, you 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 gave it your all to a team that ended up being the best. Um, he's committed to Mississippi State. He holds offers from Auburn, Colorado, Houston, and the Memphis Tigers and many more. They start off with the Meridian Wildcats in week one. Meridian's supposed to be a sleeper team. They've got a pretty good guy on the defensive side of the ball. I think he might play offense as well. Um, Meridian's a super exciting team so they should be very exciting to watch this should be a good game the tornadoes always bring it with them Uh, I don't know if this is going to be in the brickyard or if this is going to be in Meridian so we shall see number nine is Ridgeland high school uh, wide receiver Aiden Williams he is a four-star wide receiver he is the number two player in Mississippi and he is the number 20 wide receiver in the country. Uh, For the Titans last year, he had 63 catches for 1,156 yards, 14 touchdowns, and he also uh, ran in two touchdowns as well. On defense, he had 13 tackles and a pick. This guy really showed out for them um, and really is projected to be a pretty good guy in college. Um, I think he's one of these guys that's going to fly under the radar for whatever team he's playing for. Um, he's not committed right now, but he does hold offers from schools of the likes of South Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, LSU, Ole Miss, and many more. Um, I could see a guy like this ending up at South Carolina and being a, a super good prospect uh, and being that sneaky guy for them. Uh could see him going to Tennessee and being that guy for them. could really see him going to any of these schools uh, and just being that star guy. They lost to West Point last year in the first round. And that's a tough loss, but uh, West Point did end up in the state championship where they eventually lost to Picayune. Uh, Ridgeland did finish 6-5, and five, so we'll see how they bounce back this year and see if they want to uh, correct where they may have uh, came off the tracks a little bit. They start off with Northwest Franklin week one, and we shall see how their season unfolds after that. Number 10 is going to be Oxford quarterback Mac Howard. He's a three-star quarterback. He is the number 10 player in Mississippi and the number 27 quarterback in the country. Again, I couldn't find too many stats on this guy, but I do know that he recently transferred from Columbus Heritage Academy. He, that was a big thing on Facebook. A bunch of people were talking about it. This kid's supposed to be the real deal. Uh, we'll see how it goes, especially playing in that league up north. Uh, it's a lot of talent up there, and we'll see how he performs. He is committed to the Utes so as well. He's going to be in Utah right alongside Caleb Bryant from Vicksburg. Um, He holds offers from Arkansas State, Cincinnati, Houston, Kansas, and many more as well. Uh, They start off with Brandon week one. The Brandon Bulldogs are a menace in 6A, so this should be a good matchup to watch on week one. We're going to stay right here in Oxford, and we're going to go right over to the other side of the ball and talk about Alex Sanford. He's number 11 on this list. He's a three-star linebacker. He's listed as the number 15 player in Mississippi, number 63 linebacker in the country. He had a total of 120, ta- 120 total tackles, 84 of those coming solo, 17 for loss, and three sacks. He also had a fumble recovery, two block punts, and a block field goal. They lost to Madison Central in the second round. Uh Madison Central also went on <laughs> to win the state championship. The Jaguars were something serious, man. Uh, they've got a good coaching crew and a bunch and you know good kids that are very interested in uh, becoming successful and getting to that next level so they're a tough team to beat. Uh, Oxford finished eight and five and like I said, they play Brandon uh, week one with Sanford becoming a senior, them coming in with Matt Howard. Oxford might be a sleeper, man they might be uh they're a very good team, and I expect them to be very successful as well. Number 12 is going to be Hattiesburg linebacker Tobias Hinton. He's a three-star linebacker. He's listed as the number six player in Mississippi and the number 33 linebacker in the country. Again, I looked on Max and a couple other websites. Couldn't find too many stats on this guy. Uh, I did see some film, but not any listed stats, and the film was exciting. He looked like a super good guy, um, super athletic. Uh, He's projected to be a developmental power five starter. So I'm guessing, you know, when I say that, I think he's going to be that guy that's, you know, he's a great talent and he might sit as a freshman or be redshirted, but he can learn during that time and become a super good starter, you know, sophomore, junior season, you know, those moving forward seasons and become an anchor as he goes along. As of right now, he's committed to them Stark Vegas Bulldogs, but he does hold offers from Mr. Dion University at Jackson State. He also has Dion's alma mater, Florida State, and he has offers from the rival over there in Oxford, uh, Ole Miss, and he does have Auburn, Michigan, and more schools. They did lose in the first round to Picayune. Again, Picayune was the state champion, so that's not a bad loss, but it does suck to say that it was a loss. They start off with the pedal Panthers week one. Pedal just got a um, transfer quarterback in from the coast. I think his name's Del J. Bailey. So that's going to be exciting to see. Um, I'm probably going to be at this game. I've uh, seen Hattiesburg and pedal play once before, seen Oak Grove and pedal play as well. And um, I'm very excited to watch this game. Now, going through those dandy dozen, like I said, I didn't make this list. This was uh, courtesy of the Clarion Ledger. And the rankings came from the 247 composite. Um, So don't. Don't try to cut off my head because i said these i'm just going just talking about these guys i'm excited to watch these guys i think these guys uh deserve all the credit in the world they deserve all the media attention i want to put these guys names out there because they deserve it i would have wanted to hear my name in high school so i know how they feel about it so the dandy dozen like i said these are very exciting kids to watch their teams are going to be very exciting. This is going to be a good uh, football year. Uh, like I said, not only high school, but also college as well, also NFL. But before we go into that, I do want to give my prediction of the classifications this year. Um, so I'm going to start off in 1A, and this might be you know uh, a little mainstream, but I'm going to go with Bay Springs. Uh, I just think they return too uh, too many weapons, and I just think that they're just going to run over it. The only team that I can see beating them is another rematch in the one A state championship, and that being Simmons. Um, so that's that should be uh, a good possibility for one A two A. I'm going to go Scott Central. I think everybody has Scott Central winning two A. So I'm just going to leave that there. Three uh, A, man, this is really a toss up. A lot of people were talking about this on the page as well. I think it's a toss up between Raleigh and but you 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 just can't. Um, Leave out uh, Jefferson Davis. JDC is so good at what they do. Um, I like how they call themselves uh, Jefferson Davis University. Uh, Kind of a little nod to South Panola there. Um, But I think 3A should be an exciting one to watch. It usually is. So it should be super exciting. And it should be a real good topic on the page all year long. 4A, I'm going to take... Moss Point as my sleeper. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, but just trust me, right? Just trust me. No, but uh, I do have Moss Point. I think they have a very well-put-together well put, uh, well put together team. They're a very exciting team on the coast. They're always going to have their people there at games to support them uh, traveling wherever they go. But, like I said earlier, I just can't leave off Poplarville. They're just such a good team, and I think that they have a chance to get right back there uh, to the promised land. 5A. I think they're going to repeat. Give me the maroon tide, man. I think Dante's coming back. I think he wants to get it two-time, you know. Um, and I think he's going to get it, honestly. I really do. 6A, again, another toss-up. I talked about it earlier. I think Brandon is probably going to be the favorite, and they're a very good team, uh, the Bulldogs. Uh, I played against them in high school. Uh, phenomenal facility. Uh, they were they were unreal when we played them. Um, So I think they're going to be a very good team this year, uh, leading the top of 6A. And the other team is going to be the Madison Central Jaguars. Uh, I just think, like I said, their coaching staff and their kids' ability to understand their role and play their role and play the game the right way is phenomenal, really and truthfully. So those were my predictions. This was a very exciting video to make. I wanted to get the credit to these kids because they deserve every single inch of it. But I also wanted to talk about the classifications to give just a little bit of my opinion on it. Um, I'm very excited to watch high school football this year. You will catch me at a bunch of games uh, these coming Fridays, and you will especially catch me at the state championship games. Hopefully I'll get to talk to some of these kids and maybe some of these coaches about um, their journey uh, through this season and on forward next week's episode I'm hoping to talk about college football preview give you a little bit of that maybe do some top 25 uh, early heisman early re- uh, award list you know just give you a preview of who I think's going to win um, but I do want to leave you with this question I want you I want you uh, guys and girls to tell me the first big sports memory you remember tell me tell me you know what's that that when somebody talks about sports and they're like hey you know what's the what's the craziest thing you've ever seen happen, or what's something that means the most to you about sports? Like what what happened? Because for me, it's easy. It's watching Syracuse and UConn go into um, six or seven overtimes in. Uh, the big east tournament i remember being young and sitting there on the couch with my mom and dad well actually really just my dad uh my dad was watching it we were freaking out my mom was in another room but she heard us freaking out so she came in there about the second overtime she stayed for the rest of the other overtimes it was just such a crazy moment uh seeing old uh seeing old dude jump up on the scores table was just crazy to see uh, it's just a moment it was just so crazy uh and i had never known the rule about uh the ball has to leave your hand before the buzzer you know that was a big uh, thing going on at that time a lot of people didn't know the rule apparently so it was super exciting to see but yeah tell me the first true sports memory that you can remember and it doesn't have to be anything in that realm it can be you know you catching a touchdown in pee Pee-We. tell me about it I want to know I want to get you guys active I want you to tell me you know what's happened you know uh just embrace yourself in this community man Uh, But I do want to thank you for listening. Don't forget to tell your friends. Don't forget to tell your mama. Don't forget to tell your daddy. And please don't forget to tell your side chick. And I'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening.